I met a man He was a good man Sailing and shoring Dancing the beta can-can Making the foreign Ah, oh, yeah Welcome, this is episode 8 of I Hate L.A. Today, a good friend of mine, Danny Heller, dials in. We talk about his smash show, California Cool, at La Fiambrera Gallery in Madrid, Madrid, Spain. He just got back. It's a huge show. It's his first show overseas. We talk all about his adventures over there in Spain, Madrid. He went up to Barcelona, and of course, his work here. Uh, he shows at George Billis Gallery here in L.A. and New York. And he's from the San Fernando Valley. It's where I'm living now. We talk about how that, of course, has influenced his work. He's out in the desert now, and he's just the mid-century man, Danny Heller. Thanks for tuning in, and this is I Hate L.A. Well, hey, this is I Hate LA, episode eight, Danny Heller. Danny Heller, just fresh back from Madrid. What's the gallery called? La Fiambrera? Am I... Am I... La, La Fiambrera, yeah, which oh, roughly translates good. into the lunchbox. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Congrats, first of all. That's amazing. And I saw some pictures of the work, and, and, and you must have had a blast. And is that your first show overseas? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was um, it was just an incredible opportunity. Um, I had been uh, sending them prints. Uh, they they do prints as well as original uh, wow. artwork, and um, I've been sending them prints for about a year and a half. And those have, have had a really good uh, reception over there. You oh. know, I, I, based on on my work being very California focused, you know, bright colors and that kind of retro vibe. I think. It really appealed to you know Spain to, to people in Madrid and, and elsewhere because it was um, kind of foreign. You know, I, I think yeah. you and I maybe take it a bit for granted. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the everyday, but um, but yeah, it was you know exotic to them. So so Madrid uh, as a culture, they, they they have an affinity for the mid-century modern and the modernism and the California cool and the cars exactly. and exactly. Well, yeah. any, like anything kind of Southern California centric, perhaps, or just just the yeah. whole kind of yeah, movie think, star thing. And does that is that factor into it at all? Or yeah, I, th- I think I think kind of all of it. You know, there's mm-hmm. the mystique behind Hollywood and, and film and the movies and. And, you know, I would say even a lot of the, the imagery they've seen, you know, the, the classic cars and, and some of the environments they've seen via the movies. So yeah. It's, kind of, it's, kind of it's but, similar weather, isn't it? The Mediterranean, is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, that, that whole kind of retro Americana, um, I think, I think is um, kind of a novelty uh, for that. Right. Because so, everything is new, like for us yeah. here in Southern California, you know, that that is our history, you know, the, yeah. the mid-century yeah. modernism of, you know, the, the from the 40s to maybe the 70s, like that's our core <laughs> of, exactly. of historical reference here in Los Angeles. But uh, obviously yeah. in Europe, specifically Madrid, they have quite a history there. So there's a little yeah. pocket. Quite it, the, a deep history. Yeah. You're, you know, you're, you're going down the street and there's you know roman ruins and you know here i'm showing up with with you know classic cars from the 1950s yeah 
So you guys must have had a blast. I saw some of your pictures uh, on Facebook that you guys posted, and man, you guys know how to do it up. Um, yeah, no, it, it was it was an incredible opportunity. You know, they they asked me if I wanted to do uh, you know a, a show with original artwork, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know I, I've never really had a major international kind of thing. I've I've sold overseas and mm-hmm. I've had piece here and there, but uh, but to do like a whole show was uh, was new and. Uh, and so far, you know, the, the, working with the gallery had, had been great up to that point. And uh, I thought, you know what, let's, yeah. let's do it. So That's great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm really happy I did. It was, it was just an incredible opportunity. And I think whenever, you know, whenever an artist gets an opportunity to kind of uh, show more or show in a different realm, it's, it's usually worth it. You know, I mean, you want to make sure it, it, it makes sense, you know, money-wise, like to you. you yeah. Know, I don't want to be in the poorhouse just to you know send work halfway around the world, but uh, but uh, you know the 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 fact that now we're in this digital age where there's really no limit to, to how far your work can go, um, you know it, it was it was great it was it was great to just expose my work to a, a different slice of uh, people that wouldn't normally see it. You know, a quick question, and you don't have to really divulge any of this, but I was just wondering, just a sort of a schematic question about showing work overseas. Do you have to get a special um, go through customs with the work? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so there's the whole customs thing, which is uh, is a factor that you know you don't you don't originally yeah. think about, um, and you certainly don't deal with you know when you're sending work up to San Francisco or wherever. Right. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the whole customs thing, you, I don't know, it, it can take maybe a week, maybe two or three weeks to have mm. your, your stuff go through there. So, you know, you, you address it basically to the gallery, but, um, but you have to declare what's, you know, in this, in this package and the value and all that. And customs goes through it, and then the gallery has to retrieve it from customs, and they have to show some paperwork as to, mm. you know, what those items are. Um, so there, there's a little bit of a delay, but other than that, it's, uh, you know, I, we didn't really have any problems. Oh, that. good. So there was no stress involved with that. And yeah. it seems stressful, but I'm glad it was yeah. all worth it. Yeah, no, I'm really glad it was all worth it. And man, those pictures of Gaudi, um, is, yeah. how do you, the, the Gaudi, uh, now, first of all, <laughs> many questions about that because I, I've seen them. I've seen pictures of it. It blows my mind every time I see it. Does the term gaudy come from that? Am I sounding uh, just so stupid? Is that, you know, I, I, as far as I know, I, cause my grandma will, my grandma will always say, Oh, that's very gaudy. You know what she's yeah. wearing. Is that like, is that yeah. me? Like, you know, because he had every kind of, a trinket yeah. and everything else on those buildings. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's just what came to my mind first. I, but that's me yeah, as this I'm not sure, but I'll definitely look idiotic that. American uh, perspective. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was very um, very careful to to label something as as gaudy. Versus <laughs> gaudy <you laughs> no, know? see, in New Jersey they say gaudy. So yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, was that that had to have been a highlight? What were some of the highlights? Just walking around. First of all, is it kind of a walking city, Madrid? And 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 it can yeah, you easily yeah. so get around? It was it was incredible. Um, uh, uh, Tracy, my fiance, and and myself had both never been anywhere in Spain, yeah. and so you know we were we were kind of comparing it constantly to other other 
places we've been, and um, there, there really wasn't anything like it. So yeah. we were in Madrid for, for about five days, and then uh, we took the train to Barcelona for five days. Oh, that's cool. And so we got a flavor of, of two different, very different Spanish cities, but, you know, all under, under the umbrella of, of Spain. And, uh, yeah, uh, very walkable. Uh, Madrid's beautiful. It's, it's just very um, um, historic, um, kind of regal. You know, the buildings, everything mm-hmm. is just there's a certain, like, I don't know, class level to it. It's just it's very, very beautiful, um, very walkable, very historic. Uh, same thing with Barcelona. Barcelona seems a little maybe bigger, maybe a little more kind of international since it's on the coast. You kind of get, you know, more of a variety of different mm-hmm. people. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just you know, incredible. And and then the architecture. So you know, most most of the the Gaudi stuff is located in Barcelona, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, there's apartments, these big apartment houses. Um, there's obviously the, the cathedral, there's a park he did. So he, he kind of had his hand in a lot of things. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And, um, you know, and just aside from, from the, the Gaudi stuff, the rest of the architecture is pretty incredible too. It's, it's a lot of this like, uh, 19, I don't know, twenties, thirties, like art nouveau. So mm. it's real elaborate, uh, real, you know, ornate. And, um, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of incredible walking through it. It's, it's almost like a, like a, like a Disneyland, you know, everything kind of just looks staged. Yeah, which and it's just so great that people there have taken to your work and appreciate your work because it just seems like the culture appreciates the yeah. sort of uh, architecture in general, whether it's mid-century modern or obviously, the, uh, you, you know, the just the various um, elements of uh, throughout time. So that's just, uh, it, it's cool. It seems like there's a fond appreciation yeah, they um, definitely get the whole historic preservation mm-hmm. and, and adaptive reuse. You know, the, I don't think they're they're so concerned with like let's let's not knock this down and create something you know twice the size and and completely different. I think they're they embrace their past and they you know. They, they value it. Which so. is a terrific segue into talking about Los Angeles and where you were yeah. born and raised and our grand our yeah. grand city here. Now you I currently reside in the San Fernando Valley and I know that you were raised here and we kinda yeah, we we're connected in that way because both our work really celebrates it in its many lights, certainly the romantic qualities and I often like to portray it in the sort of moody and dismal quality, but um, we've talked, and and you're from Chatsworth, right, or Northridge? Yeah, yeah, we're we're both Valley boys. Uh, <laughs> I, I am now. <laughs> actually, originally uh, born in Northridge, which is about uh-huh. five minutes Chatsworth, but, but basically grew up uh, around Chatsworth. Um, so you know, kind of kind of deep valley, not yeah. not as glamorous as the maybe you know Ventura Boulevard right. side maybe people embrace a little bit more so the swimming pools in the mid-century modern homes and the boulevards the tall palm trees these are all very early influences in your work that we see and what what transitioned you into more of the palm springs aesthetic when did when did you start really um becoming inspired in that world when did you first start going out there did you go there when you were a kid or was it later in life well, that, yeah, that's that's a good question. It was it was really like a, a natural transition. So I I studied uh, up in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. uh, Santa Barbara, and uh, and I returned home after college. You know, the <clears throat> the, the, the poor art graduate that I yeah. was, and um, 
you know, growing up in the Valley, I, I didn't really think much of it, but when I returned, um, you know, I, I kind of was craving material to paint and yeah. I was looking around me and I kind of started picking up on this, this style of the, the suburbs, you know, of, of the, the bland valley right right, right. and uh you know and i started doing the you know the low slung track homes you know kind of post-war 1940s 50s track homes nothing of particular architectural significance mm. but but just you know there's kind of a style to it almost you know like that brady bunch style um and uh you know and of course the, the classic cars i kind of always grew up with in, in the valley there um, and, uh, you know, I, I started to kind of latch on to that and I would see the suburbs pop up more in pop culture, you know, in TV or film or whatever, you know, like, like Edward Scissorhands yeah. and, uh, you know, and then, and I just started painting it, you know, my, one of my, my painting professors always said, paint what you know, and I figured, well, I, I know the Valley yeah. you know, better than anything else I, I know. So, uh, so, you know, I, I had some success, um, you know, with some, with some paintings, uh, with some galleries and uh, eventually i i started discovering more the the high design of the, the mid-century houses like uh, the eichler track in the valley right uh you know characterized by you know floor to ceiling glass windows you know letting the outside in um you know real real kind of sleek and dynamic the the hip kind of mid-century vibe that we all know and love now yeah and um and I think at that time, uh, those homes were just starting to kind of be rediscovered and, and rejuvenated. And, uh, and so, I don't know, it's it kind of exciting. I was, I, I was interested in it as I think it was getting into the zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, I, I started painting those, and, and the response was really good. And, and I think there was much more material there for me to mine. So I just kind of went all in and, mm -hmm. uh, and, Painting those for enough years led me to Palm Springs because, um, you know, again, I, I was kind of like craving material. And uh, and where in L.A. those homes were just starting to be rehabbed in Palm Springs, it was well underway. Sure. And they were, you know, there were, there were these like whole neighborhoods just, you know, completely redone, uh, you know, I, I should say uh, uh, restored. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was, it was just a wealth of material. So, uh so yeah, I never looked back. Oh, and so, and you're out there now permanently. You you live out in the desert, and uh, so that just keeps you inspired. And and what's it like living out there year round now? And is it is a is it a respite from Los Angeles? Do you do you kind of miss the hustle and bustle? Is it a little bit of yeah. both? Yeah, it was. You know, it, it was it was probably the best decision I ever. Made. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I. I uh, actually met my my fiance down here. Uh -huh. She's yeah, the owner of the, the hotel Lautner. It's a beautiful um, uh, four unit uh, yeah. complex. Yeah, plug it. It is phenomenal. Yeah, famous architect John Lautner. So I mean, it, it's it's one of the only John Lautner designed buildings that the public can actually like go into. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's, you know most most of his stuff now is um, is just uh, like private homes. Private so. residence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, unless you know, you know, like some rap mogul or, uh, or <laughs> you're probably not going to be able to, to go into any of his uh, his buildings. But um, yeah, so you know, I, I came down here and we met, and uh, and I still had a place in L.A. So I, you know, I would go between uh, L.A. and down here. We, we would actually both, you know, kind of make the trip between. We'd spend a week in L.A. and then a week in the, in the desert, and you know, it was kind of a nice balance, mm -hmm. but. 
after a while, you know, that, that drive really gets to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we just realized that we could, we could make the full time move down to the desert. So why not? So, um, I don't know. It's, I mean, you know, LA, it's, it's such a love hate relationship, right? Yeah. That's what we talk about here. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, it is not. I, I mean, you know, we go out to the desert all the time, too, and it is just just the perfect getaway. And if you can make your getaway your permanent residence, it's kind of like yeah. living the fantasy. And you're just the whole package, man. You do the great work and then you show up to your uh, openings in your dapper suits and you always have this big smile and you're just you're such a celeb out there. I love it. And you found yeah. You found your niche, and uh, well, both you and uh, um, and your lovely fiance, and you're just I don't know. You guys are just doing it out there. It's just incredible. It's such a success story. And the Lautner right. compound, man. If you're ever out there, look oh, it up. Yeah. Desert Hot Springs. It's it's a uh, it's a really phenomenal project. What what you guys took on, and congrats on that. I know you probably have had a hand in it. Um, oh. Uh, by, by association. Yeah, well, it takes. Don't give me the, uh, the, the broom to sweep up occasionally. So, yeah. no, but it, it, it really is a marvel. Thanks for the <clears throat> thanks for the kind words, Tracy uh, and her business partner Ryan Trowbridge. They just they poured themselves into the place, totally right. adapted, and to you know basically live around a, a beautiful, iconic mid-century building like that is is so cool. You know, you, you see it in the morning, you see it in the evening. It's it's dynamic. Yeah, and I agree. I've been there a couple times and just, yeah, congrats to those guys. And now your work moving forward, I've seen a couple little paintings and sketches of um, what it, of Space Mountain, right? And you, you describe it as a streamlined concrete futurism, which is very accurate, but very sexy term. And, yeah. and man, it, just the way you painted the top of that building, if, if you haven't seen it, you know, check on his Instagram or, or Facebook, you've posted it. Um, what a gorgeous little gem of a painting. And I love the cropped composition of it. And it really made me appreciate the mid-century qualities of Disneyland and actually, you know, Orange County as a whole, you know, from the 50s. And there's other good examples. I think the Anaheim Convention Center is a good example of yeah. that as well and the Elrod House and then you've even done works of the uh, of the TWA terminal at JFK which is probably like just the peace yeah. day resistance of, of that sort of uh, motif or of, of that genre it's definitely one of my favorites of yours are you exploring more of these uh, sort of niches within the the theme yeah you know I've, I've, I've always um <clears throat> I've always had to, uh, I don't know, let, let my curiosity kind of explore different things in order to, to keep things fresh. Yeah. You know, it's important as an artist. And, you know, and, and, and um, I'm kind of in between shows right now, mm-hmm. so I like to use these, these uh, moments to, you know, maybe try something a little different. Yeah, of course. Or whatever. So, yeah, the whole Space Mountain thing I thought was fun because um, – Oh, there's you a know. huge market for that. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. sure you've been to the gallery there uh, at Disneyland, and, and now I'm thinking, oh, my God, you got to have at least a print of that there, and I'm sure they would love to have it. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get Absolutely. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I uh, – it's, you know, be, being uh, from L.A., Disneyland was just, you know, a part of my – Yeah, of course. But, you know, getting older, I, I – it's great because there's a bit of a time capsule element to it, you know, mm-hmm. where it was this 1950s version of, 
you know, of, of life. And then, you know, with Tomorrowland, a 1950s version of what the future should be, right? So, um, and I know things have, have changed a bit over, over time, but, um, but you know, to, to have these, you know, these, uh, these elements of modernism that are, are part of Disneyland and to have them still be around, you know, you have Space Mountain, you have, um, I don't know, other elements there in, in Tomorrowland. And it does have that, that great kind of mid-century uh, feel to it. And, uh, and yeah, and then seeing the, the parallels between something like Space Mountain and maybe the, the TWA terminal, I thought it, it connected well with the rest of my work anyway. So, you know, it was, I don't know, it was just kind of fun to do. Yeah, it was clever. It was really smart. And it just seems like in the last 10, 15 years, mid-century modernism has exploded in popularity. Um, You know, our parents' generation, we're both relatively the same age. So our parents' generation has sort of kind of seen, obviously grew up with it and then sort of kissed it goodbye in the 80s and 90s. They were sort of despised it. Uh, I remember, you know, my parents saying, oh, that looks like my grandmother's furniture. And and, uh, maybe the popularity of Mad Men, maybe the popularity of Instagram and people just re- falling back in love with this sort of imagery, uh, the nostalgia of it all, the cocktail sort of culture, uh, yeah. certainly the film, the the TV, um, even the food culture I've seen kind of yeah. come back in a way in, in certain trends. Um, with, uh, And so certainly being re- born and raised in the San Fernando Valley, it was inherent. It's like in your blood. So, but can you... Uh, well, just moving moving forward, um, well, it's just amazing that this is all sort of um, encompassed your work. It seems like the right time to, to keep uh, diving into it. Uh, yeah. Do you see working in this genre, uh, you know, <clears throat> sort of indefinitely? Yeah. Or it, yeah. it, it seems like such a passion for you, which is so important to your work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's important, you know, as an artist to kind of keep keep that kind of identity. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I would like stray off into some like I don't know completely different realm or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm always looking for I don't know some element of, of of modernism and how I you know can kind of incorporate it into my work. You know, so where where I might not do a whole series of you know Disneyland at least. Space Mountain, you know, ties back into, into my work, you know, yeah. and, and um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, to show in New York for, for about five years now. And, you know, the challenge was that with that was how, how am I going to you know, bring that back into my, my mid-century work? So, right. you know, I ended up finding these great elements of, of mid-century modernism still around in New York, and then also bringing, you know, that kind of classic car culture element, you know, into the, into the New York world. So, um, so, you know, just constantly trying to kind of find these elements of, of mid-century modernism and then... And then bring- yeah, the the romance of the work that you had in New York, uh, I believe the show is called Modern Society at the George Billis Gallery, um, it did have just this wonderful romantic quality, especially like just those little paintings of Cat Stelly. Uh, I've been there quite a few times. I'm originally from New Jersey. So I've, uh, I've, I free, I frequent, uh, the Cat's Deli and I'm familiar with the deli culture, obviously in, in, yeah. in Manhattan. And, um, 
I, I loved I loved that little painting that was just like brought me to exactly where it's at and uh, you really captured beautifully it's amazing the the warm gaze of the sun and the palm trees and the and the single family residences here in LA and Palm Springs really spoke beautifully but then the work that you did in New York was uh, it had that same noir it had the same um, you know madman quality and then also, you know, your interiors were really um, have always just been phenomenal with the reflected light and and of course um, painting the sort of um, the furniture of that era as well because that's all obviously very much a part of this era. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's uh, yeah, just another you know element, another another facet of that world to to kind of dive into. You know, so I want to yeah, kind of I want to present it in its totality. You know, there's there's the exteriors, there's the homes mm-hmm. and the cars and all that. And then, you know, going inside and seeing some of the interior designs, the furniture. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I didn't want to limit it. And I thought it kind of paints, a, literally paints a better picture, you know, the, this, this totality of, of modernism, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then even to a degree getting into, into some of the fashion, like with the, the New York work, it was nice to, uh, you know, I do those those classic uh, window displays. Yeah. Walking through New York, but you know, do it with more of a you know kind of a mid-century fashion. Of course, and that and that just speaks to the romanticism and the sort of fascination of that era. And it just, I think, it reminds us all of being kids and walking with our parents, maybe down the street, and kind of dreaming of oh, yeah. the fancy couple and the a night out and you really capture that so beautifully thank you thank yeah. you yeah. yeah and and you know i, I wanted the, the new york stuff to um to you know to to be seen as, as kind of a parallel to the the west coast stuff you know i didn't want it to feel like it was i don't know like by a different artists or something like completely foreign you know i i wanted to have elements of it tied back into my you know, my west coast stuff so yeah oh, totally I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So LA, New York, Spain, what's next? What's what else is on the horizon? Just just work in and and that's a great question. Yeah. 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 Don't ask me the question either. <laughs> I you know, um Oh, you know, we're both in the Venice Art Walk auction uh this yeah. Sunday, uh May twentieth. Yeah. It's at uh Google's headquarters in uh, in Venice, and I've been doing it for many years. It's great to uh, contribute to that, um, you know, to that charity. It's so important now, affordable healthcare, and they've done such a great job curating it, especially this year with, uh, you know, some big stars. So uh, if if you can get out there, it's on Paddle Eight. Um, I think the online auction ends tomorrow. Links from my website, and, and you can see Danny's work as well. Um, will I see you there? You guys aren't going to come out. You're going to make the drive. Uh, we're we're going to try. It's still kind of up in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always always kind of. No, I hear you. It's always a blast there. They do such a great job. Your your piece in particular is fantastic. Thanks, man. So, I mean that that alone should draw people to to the event. Thanks. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know I I think uh, it's it's really important, you know, it's an important cause and it's, uh, what, what's really great about the event is it really brings the community out. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's certain, um, auctions and charity events that are, that are kind of limited, you know, it's, it's like a big ticket kind of thing to get into or whatever. But yeah. That's this, a good point. This, this is free and yeah, it's so like democratic in that, in that realm. It's just yeah, that's a great point. It's, it's a great cause. 
Um, it's, you know, it's the, the, the artwork itself is everything from the, the super affordable to kind of the, you know, the blue chip, yeah. you know, more, more, more pricey. So, I mean, there, there really is something for everyone. And, you know, even if you don't buy anything, it's, it's such a, like, it's almost like going into uh, a museum quality show. It's, you know, brings yeah. some of the best artists and art. And if you're just interested in seeing what Google headquarters look like here in yeah. uh, Venice Beach, it's kind of worth the trip just for that. So, Danny, where could we find out more information? Is the La Fiambrera Gallery online, right? Is it just... Yeah, yeah. so, so that's online. You can order, um, you know, originals and, and certainly the prints. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ship anywhere and everywhere uh, throughout the world. And uh, that's La Fiambrera, in La Fiambrera Gallery.net. And uh, there's a English as well as Spanish version of the website. Yeah, so fancy. Search around, and th- and that show is up through uh, June third. So okay, cool. Four weeks. And then uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, go to Danny Heller Art, and uh, you can get the latest and greatest. And then um, let's see. Oh, for summertime, uh, the George Billis Gallery, both in the, the LA location and New York location, they do a, a really great summer show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have a, a brand new piece going to each gallery for that show. Oh, cool. Oh, good. I'll have to check it out. Uh, yeah, I always love those group summer. Is it a cityscape show or just? Yep. City, okay, cityscape, cool. But that's usually uh, very loosely yeah. defined. So. Yeah. No, I always like that show. They always do a good job curating that. You know, I ask all my guests your ideal day in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I hate to put you well, on the you spot, know, but Danny Heller's uh, ideal day here in L.A. You know, it's, it's, it's funny, since moving down to the desert, um, you know, L.A. has become a bit of a novelty. You know, it's, it, it's become a vacation destination for us. So, you know, we, I don't know, I, ideally, you know, we'd get some, some great, uh, I don't know, great hotel, maybe uh, downtown L.A. or yeah. something. And, you know, just spend the day tripping through some of the, uh, the museums. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in fact, like one of the, one of the uh, the guilty pleasures is going to the Cal- California uh, Science Center because um, there's always some like yeah. really cool kind of I don't know sciency and artsy exhibit there, and then the IMAX presentations are incredible, and just kind of strolling around that that whole area is usually nice. And um, that's a know, good I, tip. I'm going to take Drew yeah. down there this this summer for sure. And then and then pop over to the Natural History Museum, which is yeah. right, right. Anyway, go, go check out some cool dinosaurs, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. man. Well, now yeah. that sounds perfect. And, and I'm sure just a, maybe some good food or a drink or two along the way. And, and you got a Absolutely. You got a great yeah. afternoon in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of kind of tough to not enjoy yourself. Usually the weather is always good and a few degrees cooler than, than out here, especially in the summer. That's true. Well, Danny, man, thanks again for for just calling in and, and con- major congratulations on your first show out there in Madrid. And I'm sure it's going to be a huge success and more to come. And it was just great catching up with you. And hopefully I do see you this weekend. If not, we'll have to catch up soon, most likely out there in the desert. And yeah, man, just congrats and uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, look forward to the next time we get to meet and chat in person. Of course, man. All right.
All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode eight of I Hate LA. That was Danny Heller. How sweet is that guy, dude? He, if you're not familiar with his work yet, just go to dannyhellerart.com. You'll learn so much more about his work, his new work, some of his older work. They're just gems in there. And don't forget to like and, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a comment. You could go to my website, scottyeskull.com, and you could email me from there. And just really appreciate you guys downloading, tuning in, subscribing, and we'll see you next time.